Hi, welcome in. So this is the first ever episode of Ashes of Conversation, uh, and obviously a m- mostly Ashes of Creation-driven podcast. Uh, the name, uh, which I was looking for for quite a while, uh, came from a user in the official Ashes of Creation Discord, uh, Kalinor. So shout out to you. Uh, appreciate you uh, giving me that suggestion, man. I, I Googled everywhere. I looked everywhere. I, I got Nick. Uh, one of, my, one of my mates and my, and my biggest mod uh, to, to search everywhere. We couldn't find anything to do with the title Ashes of Conversation. So that is the title for this uh, for this podcast. A little bit about it. Um, so we're going to go into episode one just after this little mini intro. Uh, essentially, this podcast is open to absolutely everybody who has a half-decent microphone. Even if you don't have a camera, that's fine. You can send me a DM anywhere um, on like Twitter or uh, on Discord or in my Twitch. Do you know what I mean? My Twitter's Liam H6892. My Twitch is just Liam H. My YouTube is AOC Liam H. If you go to discord.me slash Liam H, you'll also get a link to my Discord as well. Right, so essentially it's open to absolutely everybody. If you're just like a viewer of content of the game, if you're one of the alpha testers, uh, if you're one of the developers or somebody who works at the game, if you also want to get involved, uh, just hit me up with some kind of a DM anywhere and and we'll schedule it. I'm not going to schedule these for like, for example, every Wednesday at 8pm or every Friday at 9, simply because I work shifts, so I can't always be there at those times and I'm not going to put a limit on how many podcasts there'll be. One a week, two a week, one a month, two a month, whatever, right? I'll do as many podcasts as there are guests available so if you ever want to come on this show and just sort of have a you know hour or two whatever you want it to be it's just like a like a general chit chat about the game uh your opinions your thoughts all that kind of stuff it is open for anybody who wants to get involved with that okay so like i said just hit me up and you can get involved my uh, my first guest today is james fenn uh he's what i would call a liam hate simp he absolutely uh loves me he's one of my uh, longest followers subscribers on twitch uh moderator as well do you know what i mean so he's gonna be my uh, he's gonna be my uh, first guest on today. Uh, he will he's not in Alpha One, uh, but he does have Alpha Two and onward access. So so there's a bit of that. So this is more of a conversation with someone who has watched my streams, watched other people's streams, watched their YouTube content, done done a bit of research about the game, and we're just gonna have like a general chit chat. I think this one lasts for around about an hour, uh, forty five minutes, give or take, because we've already recorded it. I'm just doing the intro before we go in. So like I said, welcome to episode one of Ashes of Conversation. If you like any of this kind of stuff, wherever you're watching or listening to this, because it's gonna be on multiple platforms, uh, drop like a, a like or a subscribe or a follow which like i said whichever platform you're on and drop some comments in there as well if you want we'll always i'll always check those out and uh, if you want to rate it as well on whatever service you want you know if you want to give us five stars to be nice but if it's not five stars tell me why all right that's also welcome but yeah welcome to episode one and let's get into it let's just just have a fucking waffle on i'm gonna sit back and chill james i'm gonna look at this i'm all comfy and i just want to <laughs> um yeah, stuff Oh, right, go on. Anyway, I'll tell you what, to kick off the conversation, you may as well, uh, you said you had like one of those uh, like kind of questions on on like how, how did you say how the weekend went or? Well, are you, um, yeah, uh, are you going to do an introduction? No, 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 just, just, just do it as if I've already done one, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And I'll Fine. edit that in. Um, right, well, okay, so I know this is your podcast and you are the the owner, the leader, the, the king, the big cheese of it. Wow. But I feel like I want to ask ask you some of the questions today hey, sure, because sure. you're the one that's been experiencing the alpha one i've been i've watched a lot and i've read a lot but i've not actually played in it myself you enjoyed so, watching it so far i have actually yeah um it's been interesting i've watched a few streamers a few different styles of streamers as well because i didn't just want the ones that are just gonna be sycophantic or the ones that are just gonna moan and you know bitch about the game that's um, fair so i wanted a bit, so I wanted a bit of a mix um 
and yeah it, it's been really enjoyable um the world the world mainly just seeing how the world has been built so far and the bit that they've shown is it's really like i, I want to get involved i want to i want to just jump on a mount and just run around the world that they've currently shown us yeah because it just looks great it looks like running through like obviously much better graphics and a much different um art style but like running through elvin forest for instance. true you just it's just really nice just to be involved in that and that's what i've liked I've, I've liked that the most i know it's a technical alpha and it's all about sorting out the server problems and sorting out um network issues and all the technical stuff i don't understand but just from a watching point of view that's what i've liked the most i think i think it's mad as well so like uh, as far as we're no other um MMO has been like built on Unreal Engine and Unreal Engine is what you know you see all these new games coming out these days um, and and they just look like they just look so good and so realistic and so to have an MMO built on that kind of an engine is kind of weird you know what I mean normally they're kind of built on well you've seen other MMOs much smaller like look at World of Warcraft like imagine if World of Warcraft was in Unreal Engine I don't I can't even imagine what that would look like there's there's actually a couple of videos on youtube actually about um that uh, they've done what would like stormwind look like if it was made in unreal engine and things and it's really yeah. cool um i mean i don't know how it would work but yeah it looks really good um you do say that though but like new world is coming out i've got Ooh. um the beta started next week and that looks that looks outrageously pretty that looks so nice um almost as nice as your camera of... sorry almost as nice as your camera Oh, there we go. Let's go back to the one oh. now. That's okay. It's good. It's, yeah. it's weird. It looks it looks a lot better on. Oh wow! What on earth? <laughs> it's gone back to the one. Um, wow. I don't know what's going on. It looks it looks perfectly fine on my screen. It's really weird. Um, but anyway, so new world. So maybe we've just got like a new week coming out of MOs where people want them to look almost realistic. Um, I mean, possibly. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Well, one thing I do know is like um, loads of people I see who stream World of Warcraft, they all complain that like when there's like a, like a big event of like, especially player versus players, once you get like 50, 60, 70 people in a single area, even on that level of an engine, which like, you know, it's not as, as graphically as intense as the, as the, as the Ashes engine. Um, they all complain that it's so laggy it's awful it's just it's just not great and then obviously we've seen all the sieges content so far and uh i can't remember exactly how i think there's like 100 players all in the same area on that graphically intense um engine and and, and how it's built and it still just runs so well do you know what i mean I th like you said like this the, the last weekend of testing and all the testing i've done before that was literally supposed to just like test the load bearing on the servers test how it is um you know like like you said the networking solutions and all that kind of stuff and to be honest really early doors there was loads of rubber banding there was loads of like you know you just you, me, me and nick were playing it and we just had to stop at one point we just had to be like yeah we give up we can't do this you know what i mean and then we'd wait 20 minutes and then it'd be okay or they do a server reboot and then it'd be okay whereas in this round of testing no rubber banding whatsoever when i first logged in i was kind of floating above another character couldn't move you hit control t boom you're out of control t uh sorry you're out of the the, the stuck situation and then zero lag a little bit sluggish in that very very starter area as as everybody's sure. pounding and logging in as, as you can imagine but other than yeah. that it's, it's been absolutely fucking fine like it's, it's been really really good well one thing i've read a lot about actually from the people that have been involved in the under nda testing it's just how fast they fixed some of these issues. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, I, I know their priorities, like the rubber banding and everything that I've heard about. 
I mean, that, that has to be fixed ASAP. Like, it just does. Otherwise, people can't test, and what's the point? But the fact that they have managed to fix things successfully very quickly, I think is a good sign for how things are going to develop in the future, especially now that they're getting back into the office and they're hiring, what, 40 new staff, 50 new staff? Yeah, 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 that's what that's what they um, said last time, yeah. Yeah, um, so, I mean, that's what... I, know, I understand why people have got their reservations about a new MMO that's promising the world, is charging $500 to participate in the alpha, which we know you get so much more than just buying into the game. Um, but it's stuff like that that makes me feel confident that this is this is actually going to be fine. Um, it's still going to take a while, obviously, because it's an MMO, it's a massive scale. But just things like that make me confident that this, you know, it's going to be fine in a couple of years' time. In fact, probably next year when the betas come out, I'm expecting a lot of it to be ready, and I'm expecting I'm expecting a lot of good things considering from what I've seen from this alpha, which obviously wasn't perfect, but you know it's things are going in the right direction. I think it has actually surprised a lot of people just how how decent the product is as of right now. In the weekend, last weekend with the big streamers and mm. I mean the small streamers as well, I think it's surprised a lot of people just. One thing I heard from a few people was they were surprised about how much fun they had, like actual fun. True, yeah. Considering it's a technical alpha, it's not a content test. It's not there for people to have fun. It is there for people to test everything. And if you have some fun along the way, then, you know, that's a nice little bonus. And that, that's what I've heard quite a lot about, which is nice. Um, and this does bring me on, actually, quite, quite well to something I did want to ask. Yeah. Is that you have been testing under NDA for the yep. last couple of months. So could you sort of tell me a bit about the changes that have happened in those few months, like improvements that have made, um, if there have been any changes in the content or the world or anything graphically, um, basically from your first day of logging in on the character creator to now the day that the month-long alpha drops. Yeah. And what has been your experience and what's changed in that time? So the quickest way to well to answer part of that is content wise almost nothing has changed bar uh more regular sieges which i've still not had a chance to get involved in yet either i've just not been in you know logged in at the right time or i've not had a chance to get to the high enough level before they wipe the server so content wise nothing has changed but they but like you said technical testing all that kind of stuff so they, they, they're not pro, they're not you know they're not, they're not advertising that they're going to give us any more uh, content which is fine so i don't have a problem with that but in terms of like yes yeah, so like day one like i said me and nick when we first ever played uh i reckon seven weeks ago maybe maybe eight weeks ago now when we first um got into non-nda and also pep got in there as well so we so okay so, so we, we the, the initial issues was as you can imagine first day of testing kind of mess everyone was trying to log in there's only a handful of servers uh ui we were just stuck in the login screen or the play button wouldn't get you in then you have to redo your launch here all this kind of like as you can imagine initial problems right there's even yeah. um mmos now like world of warcraft when they did the they did a well, the tbc um update i was watching asman gold play it and i think for like the first eight hours he managed to log in twice in eight hours obviously got kicked out and they couldn't get back yeah. in and that's world of warcraft that's blizzard that's now that game is years old uh f like fully developed all that kind of stuff so ashes basically had the same problems but they were 
fixed really really quickly and this is the best thing about it so once you've got the like the one of the packages which i, I want to speak about the 500 package in a bit as well and the 250 package i do want to speak about like sure. so many people are just like what you paid 500 no we'll get into that so essentially yeah. from day one it was a complete mess um but in the uh actually creation official discord they unlock a bunch of channels to you once you link your accounts and you confirm you bought into the alpha and all that kind of stuff so you get all this live information from all of the devs devs sorry steven himself uh some of the like the you know the the community managers and all that kind of stuff and they are just live chatting to everybody because as you can imagine people are trying to trying to sort of test the game but then also they're like oh what's going on this is broke this is broke so they spam the channels uh which is a little bit annoying to watch actually i'm surprised they don't kick off a little bit more or kick off at all because people will be like can't log in and then they go, oh, yeah, it's a known issue on that server. Give us five minutes to reboot. And the next 10 messages, we can't log in, can't log in, can't log in. It's like, bro, just read the, dis <laughs> read the, the help they're telling you what's going on. So, yeah, so uh, uh, cr credit yeah. credit to Alderman and Intrepid. They're, um, they're like live support, even over this last weekend, every single weekend of testing. It's just been amazing. They're just giving you that live feed. Yep, we know there's an issue on this server. It was five minutes. We'll fix it or we'll reboot this. Whatever, right? So that's really, really good on day two of us playing so again about eight weeks ago seven weeks ago day two of me and nick playing the rubber banding had basically disappeared it didn't exist it'd gone and i was just like wow like they fixed that in a day do you know what i mean which is incredible um it's impressive yeah and also when, when it first started or when we first started on it um like i said about eight weeks ago a lot of the mobs would also kind of rubber banded like a bit like you'd, you'd hit a mob it wouldn't move for a few seconds and all of a sudden it's in front of you attacking you that's all been fixed that, that, that's maybe there's like five percent of that still happening um so yeah in terms of like all of the improvements they've made over the last eight weeks since i've been involved in testing has been network fixes and removing all like the login bugs and stuff like that. occasionally yeah you do fall through the world and stuff you can hit Control t nine times out of ten that portals you to, the, to a resurrection zone and you're fine so again all those kind of bugs i'm not bothered about i'm sure they'll get fixed but yeah so, so the biggest the biggest improvement has been how reliable the servers are how many more people are playing on them and it's still reliable lack of rubber banding now um that's been what they've changed in the in the all oh, that's what they've they've improved most on it in like the last uh i'd say like six to eight weeks definitely i mean that's great um yeah. the fact the fact that fundamental things like that could be fixed so quickly um I mean, it, like I said, it's one of the reasons why I've got confidence about this whole this whole mm -hmm. entire project. It's just that they do appear to be making the right changes and the required changes quickly. Um, we do know that there is a lot of people who are having the quest bugs yeah. in the Alpha yeah. Weekend. And I do know that for a lot of people, I think yourself included, especially, um, that's going to be one of the main things that hinges on how long you play well, you play, you test um, during this month on Alpha is how well you can progress because the bugs have been fixed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only been a few days, but I think a lot of the bugs were fairly, well, I mean, I'm a bit of an idiot. I shouldn't really say this because I, uh, I actually have no idea, but they seem mm. like fairly surface level bugs, like NPCs just weren't in the required location to hand in quests, wasn't they? It was some yeah. of the main ones. So they feel like they should be fairly easy fixes in a few days especially if they've been fixing big network issues like rubber banding so quickly yeah yeah so and, hope, on, yeah. and hopefully that then that's gonna yeah and no, i'm just gonna finish off it by saying that just by getting those fixed then you can progress and then the month-long test is going to be a lot easier for well everybody i think that was the main complaint really wasn't it 
the main complaint I've seen from other streamers, which included like some of the bigger ones as well. So, um, well, okay. So, so obviously the biggest streamer out there was obviously Asmongold. He was having like 120k plus viewers every time he was live. Now he found a lot of bugs while he was live playing, but I think uh, I think Steven was on on his server and giving the live world pings, telling them what to do. Yeah, this is a bug. Get off your mount. It'll work for you. Obviously, not everybody had that, so that was a nice luxury for him. But again, it made sense. Hundred not thousand viewers makes sense so he basically hand you know he handheld him all the way through uh through, through the testing and you know helped him like get past some of the bugs and stuff um but yeah so then but then one of the other people i watch as well is uh paradox gaming so he he is like he's like the wizard on all knowledge on this game and i, fucking, I, I really enjoy watching his streams because you ask that guy a question he probably answers the same question 50 times a stream but you ask that guy a question he ha he either knows the answer or within two seconds you can kind of tell he's clicking things on his own uh, on his own like web browsers or whatever within two seconds he already knows where the information is to then reel off you the information but even he said it himself he said listen uh you know i i clipped him doing it actually i clipped him saying it because i was speaking to a couple of guys in discord and i was like they're like eh, i don't know i don't know if the quest is that much of an issue and i was like listen here's the clip he said it himself the quests were a nightmare i at one point had 11 quests in in my uh, queue i was about level five and a half uh and nine out of the 11 like you said the either the npc wasn't there to hand into or the final uh mob you need to kill to complete the whole quest you just couldn't hit it wouldn't do anything do you know what i mean um so yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of bugs there. Do you know what I mean? But again, hopefully they fix them. So the only th the only reason why I brought that up, and I brought that up in one of my other YouTube videos as well, is um, I didn't want to complain about it too much because that is technically a content test, which 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 not there for. But my only one kind of minor complaint there is, Intrepid released this non NDA version of the test if you like because they knew people were going to stream the game and bring, bring out youtube streams or or youtube videos about it. And the only thing we've got to do really whilst testing and playing it is do the content that they give us to be able to level up which is the quests now when so many of them are broken and you're live streaming doesn't matter if you're live streaming to fucking 10 people or 10,000 people if if nine out of 11 of your current quests you you do all the work you do 45 minutes worth of work you go to hand in and you, you got to turn around to your stream and go ah you know all that work we just did yeah it's kind of for nothing now do you mean we've now got to run around for another half an hour looking for another quest somewhere because it's not really at the moment that easy to find quests you've just kind of got to go to the the bigger locations and, and hope there's an npc there with a bit of green text above his name so again i don't want to complain too much about the content but yeah so they're allowing us to stream the game but they're making it kind of really hard for us to stream the game um and, in, and enjoy streaming the game whilst testing it at the moment because just so many quests are broken so if i had one if i had one prayer for, for this uh when the test goes live again tonight it's that a handful of these if not all of these are just fixed or removed just remove the, the quests that are bugged do you know what i mean like there's no point sending people yeah. on a wild goose chase testing if they know it's booked they know that quest is booked just remove it for now so then we you know we don't waste our time retesting things that are broken um so yeah yeah you know? absolutely um and and the fact the from what i saw as well the um the quests were by far the the easiest way to level like the yeah mob grinding wasn't a thing like what you could do is get rid of a lot of the bug quests if you couldn't get them fixed and then just sort of massively increase the xp gains from just mobs because like you say, um, hmm. you can get to level five, but then you, and you can't really progress further because you can't get any more quests. That means that you can't um, go up your levels and you can't test the other abilities that come yeah. with the higher levels, which like there was a couple of streamers that I only saw, they never got above level five. So I never saw, you know, abilities after level five in any of yeah. the classes. And I would like, I want to see like, what abilities you get at level 10. What would you get at level 12? Uh, because then obviously the sieges were level 12 when yeah yeah, right? yeah 
Yeah, so I'm sure that there are abilities that are unlocked sort of specifically around the siege time that might be a little bit more powerful. I'd quite like to see those as well. And you are right, it's not a content test, but there does still need to be ways for you to progress so that you can test the higher abilities and other things that you just you, you actually physically couldn't do. And if they just buff the XP rates or just mobs, if the quests aren't working, then you could just grind mobs for an hour, go up a couple of levels, and everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, exactly what you said and, and what I've said. I don't want to bash the content right now, but um, yeah, if they're going to allow people to stream it and to create YouTube videos or whatever, um, make it so it's like... So some people did get to like level 8, level 9. I didn't see too many people actually get that far until there's times when uh, the devs and Steven will boost your characters to level 12. You run to a certain location at a certain time. They'll boost you to level 12 and you can go and join in the siege. I, I might have to go and do that because the, the things I've tried so far, I always get to that level sort of 5 and 6 area. Um, and then I've just like... You've then played it for whatever you played for eight nine ten hours and you're just like oh there's so many things broken but when you stream if i'm not streaming i don't mind like I, i've i've tested the game i don't even know how many hours now 20 30 hours wherever it's been um in the past couple of weeks and i don't mind running into these quests that are always broken off stream i don't i don't care that's fine report them as a bug move on but when you're when 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 the game is allowing you to to live stream to people and you're constantly showing them the same broken quests it's just yeah slightly frustrating so like that would be a good idea what you said remove or for, from me as well so for in my opinion if they can't fix those quests just now just just remove them from the game up the xp that you get from mob killing i'm sure they still need people mass mob killing for their tests as well do you know what i mean so then yep. they can test like how fast the mobs come back and and how they react when there's so many people just grind the mobs in an area so that'll probably even be good for them as well uh, I, I would like them to do that do you know what i mean definitely yeah um and the thing is like that, that was just for a weekend and a lot of people were getting kind of stuck on level four level five and can't really progress but it was for a weekend now they're releasing it for a month and again it's not a content test but you need to have enough content to keep people engaged for maybe not the whole month but you need 40 hours of content 10 hours a week roughly yeah yeah I yeah think that, i think that would, i think that would be enough you can't really do six seven eight hours of content then you're kind of done if it's going to be a month-long thing they have to expect that some people are going to be wanting to almost grind it for a month yeah test um, a little bit more yeah. the, these are mmo players like they you know and this is going to be a more hardcore grindy kind of game well maybe not grindy but um certainly more hardcore there'd be a lot of a time sink involved into it and that attracts those kind of players they're going to be playing this alpha you need to keep those people engaged for a month so those quests need to be i i'm pretty i'm confident that the majority of them are going to be fixed just for that reason alone just because mm. you can't have people streaming it for a month and then after three days they just there's just nothing and they can't do anything apart from start a new character in a new class and then do the same things again get hard stuck and then hope they come back and do it for the third class yeah, like, yes, it, is, it needs to be done. Hundred percent, because like for, for streaming wise, yeah, for for pure testing purposes, I, I understand what they do. So like, like I said, after every little testing period, like couple of days, they wipe all your characters, and they do that. So then you repeatedly go through these starting areas again and again and again. So then they've got all the data. Do you know what I mean? Okay, we've now had you know fifteen thousand players go through the starting area fifteen times. And this one bug has happened X amount of thousands of times. So this is definitely a bug. This other bug that's been reported, only two people have ever reported it. So it's probably not really a bug. It's probably like, you know, a factor from something else. So that, that's fine. I understand why they repeatedly do it. But in terms of like, yeah, streaming it for a month, I, I personally can't see myself streaming this for a month. Mostly because now, um, 
so yeah okay so 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 the testing is now open for a month but it's not really open for a month it's in that monthly period which i've only just found out uh they they're only going to be open it for example like thursday to sunday uh specific days of each week and then i i asked them in the discord as well i got an in instant reply which again is just fucking incredible uh, i was like so you know you basically got four or five different patches of several days worth of testing this month are you gonna be wiping these characters every single time because i i like you said i i want to test the content level 7 level 8 level 9 level 10 content which i've not really had a chance to play yet because every time i get close they wipe the characters and stuff um and they went no basically if there's a if there's a patch after each sort of you know mini mini handful of days that you can test it then yeah there'll be a there'll be a wipe so i mean i, I, I don't know there are people out there who can get to level 8 10 you know 12 13 because i think the max is 15 at the minute there are people who can get there but they've had they, they've been people who um whilst testing have had a chance to to find out what the content is after the broken quest i right of right now like, like i said i got to five level five or six and then all my quests i can't do i i just don't right now know exactly where to go to find the new quests which then will get me to the to the, the levels that they've got to so i can go and test further i feel like i've tested that starting area now like 15 times i know which quests are broke i know which mobs are broke i know which quests are not even bother going to do anymore unless they obviously fix them so um yeah I, I, would, I would just like i said it's not a content test but i would just like them to fix the quests or like you said up up the xp from from the mobs so then we have a chance to to go past level five and six uh, and then go test the other areas you know what i mean like i, like, I want to go test the big dragon up north you know what i mean i've not had a chance yet yeah for sure um i think i think you'll get a chance to do that um might not be at the start but you i think you'll still be able to at least find some random eu guilds and join up with one and then go and fight one of the the mini bosses or the raid boss or something yeah um you, i mean at least if you can get 40 50 people together and zerg it down or something at the very least you might be able to find out that um so okay so we've talked about like you know the the buggy quests and some of the bits that sort of weren't great about the the non-nda weekend yeah but what was your favorite bit what did you what did you like really enjoy about that just that particular um nda weekend um what about the game or the testing was actually something that made you want to come back and keep doing it yeah i'll, I'll start answering i'll just let you know as well your, your camera's gone crazy again which is quite funny uh, your audio is absolutely fine it's just your camera um oh there you go back strange. to normal yes but there you go uh okay so what did i enjoy about the weekend i i enjoyed finally being able to get to to show people in my stream uh it's kind of, <laughs> finally get to show people in the stream what the game looks like so so because you don't have access right to, to alpha right that's right so, uh, alpha, alpha 2 so alpha two. hopefully hoping for like if this goes well i'm hoping for october October, yeah, no fair, fair, yeah, that's that's your expectation. Fine, I have no idea myself um, when Alpha Two's out. Hopefully, but who knows? Um, so yeah, so 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 there's there's yourself, and then there's like Pep and Nick. They're like the kind of hardcore people who 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 I know in my in my community in Discord who are like, yeah, one hundred percent. We are um, we are gonna be like definitely playing this game when it comes out we're going to put money into it or already have put money into it um there's, there's several other people in, in in my discord and in my twitch and stuff like that um and on my youtube who were like oh yeah yeah we're also going to give it a try but later on um, we'll see how it goes so i was finally buzzing to show people what what i've been testing and and and, and my chance to play it do you know what I mean because there's so many people going bro this actually is a creation game you've been banging on this game 
banging about this game since 2017 2018 on your stream uh, where is it what's going on why does the game take so long i don't understand like is this real and then you've got all those youtube videos out there in the, in the mmo uh sort of genre where they're just bashing all of these um kickstarter mmos that are either scams or look like scams or whatever and yeah. then there's so many people coming into my channel going bro did you did you put 500 dollars into this game is it a scam where is the game what's going on now finally i've had a whole weekend to show people that it's a real game granted it's early access alpha but it's a real game and it works it looks amazing and 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 we'll find out if it's a good game i, I don't know I might get to release in two years two and a half years and i might not like the game because of the mechanics or the like the the, the hardcoreness of the mmo i don't know I, I might not like it myself but but like so far and all of the pre predetermined things that the devs have said they want to aim for and all this kind of stuff um i like the idea of so we just kind of got to wait but yeah that's the biggest thing i enjoyed i enjoyed just be able to show people that's a real game and it's not a scam and it's it's you know it's not one of those because there's so many out there at the minute do you know what i mean there really is i think that i think that's still going to be a battle for a while I, that battle's not that's it's not over yet there's still going to be plenty of people out there that have got like you say they've got their preconceived notions and that's kind of it um but that is also just the internet as a whole so yeah i mean you you can give people all the information and then you can show them and if they still don't want to know then well fuck them it's not for them mm. then Go away. Yeah. Um, uh, whilst we're on that one, though, I do want to mention this, uh, like the five hundred dollar package, two hundred fifty dollar package okay, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Yeah. I, I really want to mention it because ugh, I mean, listen, I've I seen so many streams. Uh, I felt sorry for Paradox Gaming. I hope I get a chance to actually interact with this guy one day because he's, he's, he seems like a really decent guy and he's clever as anything when it comes to the game. But I watched his stream when I wasn't streaming, and at one point he had like a thousand viewers, and I'd say one in every, th I'm guessing he has six or seven comments in his chat was. Bro, you spent five hundred dollars on this, bro. Five hundred dollars scam, bro. Five hundred. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my days. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he battered everybody away, and he gave them the information, which is absolutely fine. But just for anybody who comes across this podcast or is watching in, in the Twitch at the minute, um, okay, yeah. So, for example, me, have I paid five hundred dollars? Yes, I put two hundred and fifty dollars in uh, August uh, twenty twenty, and I put two hundred fifty dollars in whatever it was, February or March, when they when they upgraded and allowed the five hundred dollar package. The first thing is. Is Intrepid Studios, who obviously runs Asher Creation, if anyone doesn't know, are they charging $500 so you can alpha test their game? Bearing in mind, testers is is a, is a is a vocation, if you like, where, you know, if that's your job, you get paid to test the game. Never mind, pay them to test the game, right? So, yes, they are charging $500, right? But bear in mind, the reason why it's $500, back when this game was in Kickstarter, um, you know, they, they were raising money to see if there was interest in the game, uh, one of the they have all different packages go into kickstarter now just 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 open another tab next next to this you know if you're watching live on twitch or if you're on whatever spotify whatever right and then just just, just search kickstarter go and have a look and go to games there's loads of games out there they'll have all these different packages one dollar fifty dollar you know 75 whatever right all these dollar packages now in ashes one they said for 500 dollar package if you want to go crazy um and really you know support this game one of the things we will give you is you will have access to alpha one test phase and beyond so that as soon as it's alpha one that's it you're in and you can play from then on or test from then on so you get alpha one testing uh alpha two beta one beta two you get all of that included right but also 
this is the thing you're not just paying 500 dollars to test the game you get 11 I've got, I've got it open you just make sure i got the right values you get 11 months of in-game time so this game is going to be free on box price right so not like world of warcraft or whatever where you pay 50 60 dollars whatever it is and then you can play the game but you also have to subscribe to the game and then when there's an expansion you pay whatever it is 40 50 60 dollars no ashes isn't going to be like that when it's released it's going to be completely free to download and create an account um completely free to do that and then once the game goes live fully full release you will get 11 months of, of your subscription like included right which works out according to their website at 165 dollars right i think it's 14.99 a month so there's 165 of your dollars back you're physically giving that money back because you're not paying that once the game comes out you then get 150 dollars in what is called embers which is their version of the in-game currency not like gold and silver and stuff but like in the marketplace which is obviously no pay to win you can buy all your skins and upgrade your skins all that kind of stuff right maybe buy mount skins and stuff uh so that what, what's what, what are we talking there there's uh 315 dollars of that 500 dollars is given back to you straight away you also get your name reservation some games charge 10 to 15 dollars for name reservation and then there's a ton of skins i'm not going to read them all out but you can find them on on the ashes creation website right there's a ton of skins they give you which obviously is supposed to be then valued at like say like a hundred dollars for example worth of skins that if you wanted those skins later on you would have to buy them and they would cost you about a hundred dollars so all in all you're paying 50 or 60 dollars to be able to alpha test this game um two two to three years before it's released which gives you so many more advantages especially if you're a content creator of any size if you've got 10 viewers 10,000 viewers um you know it's an advantage i now get to show off this game and and to my community so i can hopefully over the next couple of years build up on that and then i've got more of a a, a community and a viewer base for when the game comes out for 50 dollars why would you not do that do you know what i mean um and for somebody who's really interested in the game in general off stream and off like content if you want to call it that just being able to like be involved in, in in this game's like progression and tested and stuff is just gonna be like so good you know in, in 10 years time if this game is still going and everyone's loving it i can sit there and be like yeah bro I, I helped alpha test this game you know i helped make sure there was less bugs you know and all that kind of stuff so yeah so for the 500 and obviously then you've got james's 250 dollars package for example which is basically exactly the same as, as that uh but you know a couple months less here and there but then and and, and he gets access to alpha 2 and onwards you know what i mean so you get most of this 500 dollars back last time i'm ever going to say it hopefully you do not pay 500 dollars to intrepid studios so they give you access to alpha one that is that's just a bonus and it was 500 dollars in the kickstarter so all those people who paid 500 dollars in the kickstarter what what do you want them to do oh we're just going to give it to people for 100 dollars now all of those people back in 2016 kickstarter would be like whoa bro i paid 500 dollars for this access don't be giving out for 100 dollars or 50 dollars that's not fair so it has to remain the same price do you know what i mean but there you go yeah, there's, there's um, my big rant on the on the <laughs> Fair enough. And I, I mean, I completely agree. Um, the, the people that don't like it, I don't think are ever going to be persuaded. And that's perfectly mm. fine because I've seen arguments that, yes, you do get your 11 months of game time and you do get your embers and you get your skins and everything. But the, the argument there is that they're just promises. This game, for some people, especially the detractors, especially people that are like MMO fans that have got burned, that have spent money on stuff like Chronicles of Illyria that actually was a scam. Um, to those people, these are promises that might never come. That might never happen. The game might never come out in their eyes. True. So yeah. 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 I, can, I can see why for those people that are super skeptical, that that's not really that much of a of an incentive. But um, I don't think that way. I'm I'm the same as you completely. The the five hundred dollars for me is for you to purely support the game. 
make sure that the game gets developed. And then the alpha access and everything else are just bonuses, like you said, for making sure that the game gets made. And that's it. You put the $500 in, you know what I mean? And then you expect at the end of it that there will be a finished product that you can then play. Um, but you are just support. It's, it's a support. It's a support yeah, package. Yeah. And in return for that, Intrepid Studios let you play their game super early. They let you be on the ground floor. You can technically, you could probably make some suggestions that will actually go, well, straight to the devs that could be implemented. There could be decisions, design decisions that they make that you immediately can say, no, that's bad. This is why, or this would be better that you can't do when the game comes out or you can do but like a lot of things are already set in stone by the time a game comes out yeah so that's part that's part of it um i think this whole 500 dollars thing to bet alpha access is such a red herring and it's such nonsense and i think you've explained really well why it's nonsense but at the same time you don't want to do it don't pay it i mean steven himself has said multiple times on multiple shows just don't pay it yeah exactly they don't specifically need the money he's funding it we all everyone knows he's funding it um it's just there for the hardcore people that have got a real belief in the game and the philosophy and this is just your way of showing that support and okay so for me i'm not a content creator as my camera shows <laughs> so alpha one access i mean it's also $500 and I personally didn't want to put $500 in because also my computer that I've got at the moment it's just not really good enough to run Alpha 1 at the minute like mm. so it's a bit pointless but by Alpha 2 I will I'll have a whole new rig and I'll be set up and everything will be great and I'll be looking forward to that um, and also time I think testers need to be able to set aside a good amount of time weekly Yeah. and like you say to be able to get involved in the sieges and stuff the bit the more fun stuff um I don't my job at the moment as well as some studying and other things i just don't really have that flexible time to do that um but the 250 dollars one where i get i think it's nine months nine months or seven months i think um of the subscriptor time which i think is brilliant i that's my that's my yeah. favorite part of this whole thing actually is that when the game comes out i can play it for nine months for free yep um and that's part of, that's that's the main reason why i bought in alpha 2 is going to be fun there's going to be a whole new um a whole new raft of content i think for alpha 2 the the secondary augment system i think is supposed to be involved in it which is going to be that's what i'm looking forward to as well actually is how we can build build our classes like that that's going to be a lot of fun um especially if they include sort of three or four extra extra classes in alpha 2 that'd be great True, yeah, true. Uh, so, so they're supposed to be bringing out, um, from what I've heard as well, like the Ranger class, the, which, oh man, I cannot wait. Because I'm playing Lord of the Rings online at the minute. Um, they brought out like a, like a, like a, if you like, a WoW Classic server um, version. It's not quite 100% classic, but it's it's you can only play the base expansion. Um, so it's been really, really good. And I, I've, I've gone back to playing the Hunter, like the version of the Ranger. Absolutely loving it. Going around, like, you know, pretend I'm like Legolas kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, <laughs> I like the idea of being able to play a Ranger. I think the Mage is really, really good as well. Tank, I'm 
I'm not really bothered about so far in Ashes. And the Cleric is actually pretty decent. Tank, I just, I don't feel like I'm tanking. Uh, probably because there's no skills that minute to actually pull the enemies to you. Uh, take all the aggro and stuff. So you don't really feel like a tank at the moment. You just feel like you're a melee class. So, intestine. I'm probably not going to play any more tank until things get changed. Cleric, I'll absolutely play Cleric. It's fine. Mage is an absolutely overpowered beast. It's so fun to play. Just go around, just zapping you, you, you know, you wandered everybody. It's, it's so good. Now, the Ranger class is supposed to come out, well, hopefully later on today. Fingers crossed it does. If so, I'm going to be straight on that. If not, I'll probably uh, test Cleric a bit more or whatever. So, yeah, the classes, I, I can't wait till these come out. Do you know what I mean? I really can't. Um, but exactly, yeah. I, so And actually, one of the, one of the, the combined classes is called strider do you know what i mean i, I that's I, bro oh, yeah. i'm on that i i want to play this do you know what i mean you're calling your class strider for a lord of the rings fan here do you know what i mean like I, i'm all oh. about this do you know what i mean i cannot oh, it's wait perfect as well it's perfect it's the ranger fighter ranger but yeah exactly do you know what yeah, i mean so perfect. Yeah. I, I, i'm all over that i'm all over that do you know what i mean so yeah so the classes and stuff will be good um like you were saying as well about getting your new pc for this game and stuff that that is one thing i've seen so many people in stream say oh i've got a you know i've got a 1060 gpu can i play this game oh i've got a you know i've got a 1080 or i've got a 2070 super whatever right so okay so if you're if you're really really like personally thinking you're gonna play this game um like anybody out there and and you know this game i don't think it's gonna be released for maybe two years maybe a little bit longer i'm not too sure but i if i had to guesstimate right now off my own personal opinions not off any factual evidence out there because there's not a lot i would guesstimate uh late 2023 this game will probably come out so if you were to buy and build a brand new pc now fair, fair play your if you get top end stuff like 3080s 3090s all that kind of stuff then yeah your pc will still be able to run this game at ultra absolutely fine in two and a half years time or two years time not a problem but what i would say is if that's the only game you're planning on uh building your pc for wait just wait until like a month or two before the game comes out and then build your brand new pc do you know what i mean so that, I get like, that, but yeah. um, I, I also want to play New World. True, yeah, I want to I try New World. Yeah, I'm going to buy into um, it uh, in, the, in the next day or two, I think. At the minute, I can play both games on... Uh, well, as the minimum specs are fine. Uh, my CPU is fine, my GPU is okay for that, but it's not not for the recommended. Um, but yeah, I want to I play that as well. Um, Oh, there's definitely more things. I like Battlefield 2042 because I've got. Thing is, your potato really, rain, bro. I got a really sexy widescreen 1440p, 144 hertz monitor. Ooh, good, And I got it for work, obviously. But, yeah, standard. Um, but there are some things. Oh, I really check want a website. Yeah, is that what you need it for? You need the odd check a website. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, no, I'm going to play other things. Um, I'm probably going to get a pre-built. Um, I think I'll be able to get a 3070 here for, um, I was looking at the other day, about 1,500 quid pre-built. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, okay. I can, get, I can get one with a 3060 Ti Ryzen 5 5600X for, I think it's about 1,350 pounds. Um, okay. I think that's fine. That's not overpriced as far as I'm aware. I mean, it's, it might be a bit overpriced, but it's not. It's not like buying the parts separately nowadays. No, no, true, true, true. Like I said, I you know how I got this PC it was exactly the same. I wanted to build it all myself, but you couldn't at the time, like back in March, you couldn't individually buy uh, all of the uh, you know all the components. So I just went to a website, picked all the components I wanted, and, and you know, luckily, only had to wait about two weeks. But um, so but yeah, so so by the time like the um, 
uh, but by the time that the game comes out Jimmy, one thing i would say about how it runs right now so in those little mini starting areas where there is a couple hundred people running around yeah you do drop down to like 30 fps so i, I play on uh, like use it like like they use similar uh, 1440p monitor um and and i click on the all the ultra settings in the game so far which by the way this game nowhere near optimized give it another two years of development optimization i can only imagine how good it's going to run because in these starting areas yeah 30 fps it's it's awful it feels like you're running through sand the second you get away from these little mini starting areas you go into the open fields the open dungeons the the mountains and the plains and fields and stuff i'm hitting minimum 90 fps and then maximum 110 120 and it's like wow imagine what you could be getting in another two years time before the game's released and it's all fully optimized like it runs so well i don't even care that i get 30 fps in the mini towns after that what what bro there's some games that have been out for years that i can't get 110 fps out of i don't think the game gives you 110 fps but this already does just run around the fields and stuff do you know what i mean it's it's actually it's actually pretty impressive how it runs so far in one of the main hubs in final fantasy 14 that i've been playing as well a bit recently um like everybody else has been obviously yeah. um that still lags like shit in um in one of the main towns in where the, the, there's a big congregation of people but and there's a lot of spell effects and sparkles and uh, sparkles and stuff but yeah that i mean that's that's what i've been liking from what i've seen about ashes so far as well is i like the fact that they are making a big effort for it to be optimized for the network to work properly for all the back end stuff to be so really really solid before all the content really starts to be added and yeah I understand what like detractors or what people want content obviously they want to see content they want to see quests they want to see all the cool shit they want to see all the weapons they want to see all the classes all the artisanships everything blah 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 but if they do all of that shit first and then it gets to a year out and their back end is a mess then they're screwed for a while true so true. if they can if they can do all this this way around this is another thing which gives me confidence that this is a legit proper really good project that is worth sort of at least following don't have to back it with money just follow it if you're an mmo fan um is that in my opinion they're doing it the right way around if you get all this stuff sorted out at the back end first and everything's as good as possible then you add all the content that should be the easier part in theory true yeah I, I they're definitely doing things in the right order because why add more content to a game that is say buggy or um you know like quest don't work whatever why why keep adding content when you've not fixed the first thing so which is absolutely fine i i i love what they're doing as slow as it is i w i wish i could just hand pick right now or just grab 50 developers which is what they're asking for and just chuck them into that office just to speed up the content because we all want that but at the end of the day I, th I think they're definitely testing this in the right way make sure everything runs as smoothly and as perfectly as possible then add your content and every time you add a batch of content does everything still run smoothly sure move on does everything and then add another batch of content does everything still run smoothly perfect move on why why would they add you know another 50 quests for example into into alpha one when well for starters you know the, the first quest don't work uh but but if if, if everything's running at like 30 fps you know you wouldn't do that you'd be like what the hell are you doing you're making the game worse before you've made it better so i agree with you yeah, they're doing it absolutely perfectly fix all the net well i say fix they already have uh make it as networkly smooth if that's even a term as possible and then yeah we move on from there you know uh yeah for sure and i think um even though okay so steven's been doing a fantastic job with um 
not dealing with, but like incorporating streamers into the marketing and how he's managed to get on these shows and do these long interviews with the big, mm-hmm. with the big boys and really get it all out there. That's good. Um, but I've seen a lot of other games that have decided to put the content first, put all the cool shit out there because it sells games, it sells subs or it sells uh, pre-orders. And then the game comes out and then it's suddenly it's kind of empty, it's shallow. Like I say, it's bugged, things don't work. And then they spend the next six months or the next year fixing all that stuff. But you've already lost half your player base because just the content you made, there might be a lot of it, but it doesn't work. True, yeah, yeah. Um, and the good thing here, we've got alpha, this Alpha 1, we've got Alpha 2, Beta 1, and Beta 2. That is a lot of separate um, like sections of development where they can just keep gradually adding content. Yep. Um, I think there are some things they could probably do with if well I don't know I don't know how far along they are develop, uh, developmental wise but there are some things I think they could probably that they've got planned that they could probably keep behind for like a future expansion like um, mm-hmm. all the the shipbuilding stuff the the sea battles um, all that stuff that they've got planned I feel personally like that if I wanted them to get the land stuff done first. Get all that content, all the load system, the artisan stuff, um, all the housing systems, uh, the mail systems. Get all of that stuff done first, and then we can start adding the C content. Which yeah. maybe that's easy for me to say because I'm really not that bothered about C content personally. I'm not really going to be building ships or going on that much. Oh, krakens though. Ship, ship content. I mean, that's cool, and that's stuff that I'll definitely. And be happy to, I'll be happy to watch and possibly get involved with. But it's for me, it's not a priority. I want, I want all the crafting systems to be super solid on launch because I want to get involved in a lot of crafting stuff. Um, okay, I want yeah. the quests to be the quest lines and the the armor and the weapons and balancing to be as good as possible. And then yeah, but. If things are going well and all of that stuff is already sorted by the second beta then yeah add that stuff in but one thing that people have been wary about of course and i can understand is how many systems they want to implement how much content they actually want to put in the game i mean it doesn't have to all be at once if it is and it works then great i would rather there be three quarters of what they promise at launch and then the next expansion be the extra stuff personally yeah no possibly i mean the promising sea combat sea raids on ships and stuff up to like i don't know if the these numbers might not be quite correct but i'm sure i've i'm sure he said raid sized ships which i think raids are like 40 man so you could have two ships if it's pvp two 40 manned ships fighting each other in open combat or maybe even helping each other out to defeat like a open world kraken boss and then you fight it out for the loot at the end or you don't fight it out you come to a truce i don't know this to me if it works sounds incredibly good do you know what i mean um it does yeah, yeah. it does it sounds it sounds it does sound extremely cool um and like i say if they if all that stuff is ready to go at launch then awesome that's great but there is there is so much they want to implement that launch is obviously going to be really super important. Obviously, it's an MMO. The launch has to go as perfectly as possible. Yeah. So that's why I would rather three quarters of what they promise at launch, but it all works rather than everything they promise and it's a bit of a mess. 
Yeah, so I th I don't I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't know their official plans. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. So like after like maybe nine months of the game being out, the first like expansion because you're not paying for it, you're not paying for a box price. The yeah. first expansion could be like you said, all the sea combat and the krakens and the and the islands get unlocked that you can sail to and all that. That could be a good idea. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, that's that's um. That would make sense as well because then you've got like a themed area of the game in an expansion uh, it could be fully developed by the time it's released just make sure it's like even more working give people because i also as well i don't think you want to give people in an mmo too much to do on day one like if there's literally just too much to do i don't know or do you i don't know like you one thing you don't want is you don't want people racing to level 50 and completing all the raids in the first two months of, or three months of the game if, if, if everybody's completed all the content or the the, the the main base content in two to three months of, of launch i think i think that's a bit like ah shit okay uh you know that's not good because then people just look at world of warcraft every time they bring out a big expansion within two or three months everyone's pretty much completed all of the main shit that you've got to do and then they move on they leave the game and that's why the subs go up and the subs go down the subs go up so i think i don't know i, I i'm not i'm not very strategically good at knowing exactly how much content to throw at us once the game comes out I'm, i don't know give us everything or give us an expansion in six months nine months with siege combat and all that kind of stuff i don't know uh, so not siege combat uh sea combat do you know what i mean but maybe uh hey one thing i want to say though james because you mentioned it before about um uh, obviously like steven chief getting involved with like a bunch of streamers and stuff i and i, I spoke about this on, on a different podcast i was on uh, a couple of weeks ago i genuinely think i don't know whether steven i don't know if it's steven uh literally decided to do this himself or if somebody else in marketing has given him a little nudge in that but i think he is a marketing genius right he said several times recently as of right now they haven't spent a penny on marketing they've not bought any ads anywhere they've not been to any obviously well nobody's been to any conventions recently but they've not been to any conventions with big stalls set up advertising the game um do you know what i mean like if you if you watch any kind of twitch advert youtube advert or if you're watching another game esports advert there's no advertising for ashes creation whatsoever yet everybody who plays an mmo i think knows and has heard of ashes of creation all of everything that this game has been marketed completely for free him well i mean him giving up a couple of hours of his time a month to jump on a couple he's been with like tim the Tapman, summer he's been with um asmongold twice i think do you know what i mean he's been on several different ashes of creation podcasts he, they bring out their own live stream where he's on every 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 month he's not spent a, a physical penny on marketing yeah, I reckon a couple of million people. I think he already said he might have three million people signed up on. on I don't. I don't know if that's an exact figure, but I'm sure I've heard him say three million people have an account on the Ashes of Creation website. Do you know what I mean? Which is free. You know, you can create that for free. But and and all of this is free. He's not even advertised the game yet. Do you know what I mean? Like in a conventional way, um, which I think is uh, I mean, it's crazy. I, I I don't think he needs to market it in a conventional way. I think he's absolutely nailed twenty. Uh, the year 2020 2021 marketing mm. like you said um why why put up traditional advertising when you could speak to asmund gold for a hundred in front of 120,000 people exactly um you i mean it's, it's fantastic i mean the mmo the mmo genre has got a fairly it's a it's fairly stable it's it's fairly niche but it's also quite large population at the same time yeah and, but word, but you said word gets word spreads really quickly, and it spreads really far. And there's, and MMO people they just love to theory craft everything, and they love to just put, bring everything down to the minutest detail. And I also think that he's correct when he says, and like Asmogold says, and um, like a couple of like Stay Safe says, and that there are there are a lot of people that are just now looking for 
another MMO. I mean, we can see this with the way that Final Fantasy XIV has exploded. Yeah. Um, people people want another MMO to just just dive into headfirst, and that's what they're doing with Final Fantasy XIV now. That's not going to last forever. Um, New World is going to be coming out. It's a different kind of MMO, but I personally am looking forward to what they're offering, and I think a lot of other people are going to be looking forward to that as well. Um, and again, I mean, do, do we know what kind of marketing New World has been doing? I mean, I haven't seen any creative director or any devs doing any podcasts or anything that I've seen or any shows. Mm. But that feels like a game that is just basically the marketing is, oh, this is made by Amazon. Pretty much, yeah. Um, which, I mean, is fine. But again, it's not going to be like a God of War when it comes out or a Last of Us when it comes out. That does have mass market appeal for over for everybody basically mm. um so you can advertise that on tv um or the more traditional the more traditional ways whereas never mind like you say you don't need to you just need to get a few of the big you need to get your face out there on a few of the big names get on some streams and then just let people talk and christ if they talk true i'm guilty of it myself uh so, I, oh, and yeah, like, of course, and it's great. I mean, everyone's excited. I mean, it's the, I think I think it's the best kind of talk that's what's happened with Ashes. And I think because it is such a big sandbox and a big idea, that, and it is still very fresh and very new, and a lot of the content isn't... I mean, it's a concept. It doesn't. It, the content doesn't exist yet, a lot of it. Yeah. That people do feel like there is a... almost like a connection, that they, they actually feel like that their ideas and their... like, go to the forums. I would imagine it's the same in the Discord. That people actually feel like their ideas are actually being heard and are things that could potentially be implemented in a game and that's kind of unprecedented i mean you don't really get that at the moment and i think that's i think that's a big part of it i think intrepid do require a lot of credit for all that as well 100 um and like you were saying about numbers and stuff of like how many mmo players are out there so like i'm just on a website at the minute like mmopopulation.com i'm not going to take total players because that could be people who have like eight accounts you know whatever so that'll do but in terms of like active players right now uh according to this website you've got like world of warcraft got 3.2 million final fantasy like you said 2.3 million runescape 2 million world of warcraft classic 1.1 million and then everybody else is like 900,000 900 there's literally tens of millions of, of players you're probably like I don't know if I have to, I have to w roughly work out this entire website. You're probably looking at like 15 million players, maybe of MMOs. Uh, tens of millions, probably before. You probably got about 15 million players here actively playing MMOs. Like, and I reckon every single one of them would love to start fresh in a brand new MMO that is actually good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I, I don't want to go and jump into World of Warcraft now or Final Fantasy or RuneScape because you're years and years and years behind everybody else. Whereas ashes and on new world as well uh they're going to be brand new and you can jump in from day one and you're technically as good as everybody else you know yeah i mean that's yeah that's i mean it's been said a lot and it's re it's really true that there's there's not a lot like a brand new launch of an mmo i mean we also saw it with um day one of classic wow as well and that came out there was such a huge just a huge interest of, mm. apart from the nostalgia but everything's fresh everything's new everyone's going to jump in at the same time and you can build the world in real time. And yeah, yeah. that I think is one of the major draws for Ashes as well, considering the concept of Ashes as well. That's a major draw of it. You are going to be building the world by the node system, which I think is still the most innovative and the best idea that I've heard in, in gaming for quite some time, if it works. Yeah. Um, and I think it will. Um, 
but also just because well actually thinking about it because of the way the node system works if it's not quite like wow where if you're not in on day one you're behind you are going to be behind because it takes a long time to level but the siege system and everything is going to be fine they've always said that having lower levels in there are going to be very helpful for certain things like managed siege weapons healing etc stuff like that but also even if you've missed a node growing at the beginning and you join the game an hour a, a year later there are going to be nodes crashing and rebuilding and restarting all the time yep so even if you start that you're not you're not behind i think that's a I think that's going to be something that's really good for bringing new players into the game as the game continues to progress. No, absolutely. And I, I mentioned this a little while ago. So on the Golden Feather podcast I was on, I think last June, I think it was, um, one of the things they said to me is like, you know, well, sorry, one of the questions they asked was, was basically that, like, what are you most excited about and stuff? And then I said, well, imagine this, right? Imagine after whatever, six, nine months before the, before the expansion's out, you played the game on your server and you've absolutely... You smashed all the content. You're a crazy man who plays 10, 12 hours a day, if not more. You've done everything. You completed everything. You got the highest, you know, you got the best gear and all this kind of stuff. What do you do now? Reroll a new character? Okay, fine. But when you reroll a new character on every single other MMO, you have to go through the same starting area. Then, then the next area for level 10s to 15, uh, 10 to 15. Then the next area for level 15s to 20s. Then the, it's the exact same areas. One or two games you can either go to area A or area B for level 20 to 30 stuff, right? But again, once you've done two or three characters, you've done all. You've done every single quest. You've done every single dungeon. It's all the exact same. You're re-rolling the character and it's the exact same. So I made the point is. Well, you could re-roll your second character on just a different server. And as soon as you load into that server, unless by some sheer random miracle, every single node, like you were saying, every single area where all the quests are and all the dungeons that are unlocked or are not unlocked or the world bosses that are or are not unlocked are all going to be completely different or at least different enough to where you feel like you're almost playing a brand new game again. And then you've got that reinvigoration. Yeah. You can have your maxed out character on one server and then your alt character on another server. Do you know what I mean? And you're just going to be so... I, I don't, I don't know how anybody could... If, if this game exactly comes out how they say, I don't know how anybody could max out 100% of all content on this game at any one time because they'll be bringing out new content, hopefully regularly enough, like every nine months, a year, whatever. And then in that nine months and a year, you'd have to play on like five or six different servers minimum and have all the nodes in all the different locations and then max out all that content just to say that you've done everything everywhere. Nah, I don't think it's possible, do you know what I mean? Which is a good thing. You'll never, you'll never run out of things yeah. to do. Uh, yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, I mean, what they said, they said 45 days for level, to hit max level if you're doing four to six hours a day. Yeah, is that what said, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's a long time. And then yeah. um, I, th the, I think what's going to keep things going for longer as well, especially with the guys that um, race to max level, is like the crafting, the artisan system, and the fact that um, the like raid bosses are going to be dropping materials rather than actual completed gear in general. Yeah. So then you are going to have to be uh, grinding up your um, your levels for I don't know. Um, what is it? It's weapon smithing and uh, armor smithing and forging all that stuff in order to even get some kind of get close to this gear. Yeah. And you have to do that for and you have to do that for each piece. Um, I think I really think that they, it's going to take a really long time to run out of content. I really yeah, do. I agree. Um, 
and because of the massive emphasis on PvP as well, like your sieges, your old PvP, um, you could be doing guild wars, you could be doing um, like castle sieges and stuff. I think there's just going to be a lot, and nodes are going to be defending and attacking every was it like every 45 days or so? Oh no, it's not every 45 days. Um, it depends on the size of the the uh, node as well. Yeah. But yeah. The point is, you're always going to have a lot of PvP stuff to do. You're going to be defending your node. You're going to be attacking your nodes. You're going to be doing well PvP. You're going to be doing sieges and so. It's, if everything's implemented the way that they are wanting to, uh, I think the fact that they said that there's going to be no real traditional end game yeah. makes complete sense. And that's why I think they're going to be adding content every however long afterwards. But I think uh, the vanilla content is going to last for a really, really long time. And it's going to be very easily recycled. Yeah, I, I think as well, in, in some servers, you might even choose to unlock the new content yourselves. Like, if you if you play it well as a server collective, I don't know how you would come to an agreement on this, but let's say you've got nodes 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then that's it. You kind of maxed out all the unlocked dungeons in those areas, all the world bosses in those areas. You could, in a way, I, I don't know how this would work, but theoretically, you could come to an agreement where you then up and move your nodes elsewhere and then quest in those new regions to then unlock those new dungeons because i'm sure steven's mentioned that mechanic so let's say you've got a dungeon for example in you know the, the mountains in the northeast for example right if the, on your server you've maxed out all the, or you're close to max out all your dungeon content but you've never opened up a node and progressed a node far in that northeast area you could between yourselves or just you and your node and you and your guild for example you could then just up and move ship to that area because you know there's a you've heard from another server from other content creators and they've seen it that there's a new dungeon in this area but in order to unlock it you have to build up the node system in and around that area so yourselves as a collective as a node collective as a server collective could be moving around the server with your nodes on purpose to unlock the new content once you're starting to max things out which i think is pretty exciting i don't know how that would work I don't know if you come to, come to an agreement. I don't know. You know, James, I want you and your node to sod off into the northeast corner because I've heard there's a dungeon there. And if you unlock it, then we can all go do that dungeon, you know? Well, with the way that, with the way that they're saying interaction is going to be sort of between guilds and between people, I really do think there's going to be a lot of that, maybe not that exact thing, but a lot of guild collusion and a lot of collusion between nodes because um, the game just kind of puts... It just kind of lays the foundation for that kind of thing, like with the mayoral system mm. and with nodes and the zones of influence and you thinking, well, you know, you're in a node, you're a citizen of a node and in a guild, but it can't possibly be a metropolis because you've got the one close by. And so you kind of need to get them out. You could pay them out. You could do the sieges and get rid of them. I think there's going to be a lot of backhanded stuff and a lot of brown envelopes and a lot of bribery and <laughs> yeah and that kind of thing and i think that's that's one thing as well that i think is going to keep the more hardcore players happy longer is because you, you could leave you can have games that leave the systems to the players and you kind of let the players go there's no it's not on rails it's not a theme park it does what it wants it basically just leaves the people to do what they want assuming that the mechanics are there yeah and I think this is going to be the kind of thing where the more hardcore people are going to learn the mechanics and then are going to use them to create their own content at the end game, quote unquote. And that's a good thing. That's going to make the longevity great, in my opinion. Um, 
And actually, this is something that we'll say. So say, say the game comes out two years time, two years today. The game is launch day. Okay. You're sat there, wait on the client, waiting to click enter world. What's your first hour look like? Oh. Well. Okay. Assuming, thought... assuming you get in, there's no crashes, everything yeah. works well. Blah blah blah. What is your what What is your first hour? So, okay, so this may change in the next two years based on, like, because obviously once we get to test more content, there might be something else I decide to, to, to pick up and do. Um, but I I essentially, if I find a really, really good-looking area of the map that I would love to build up the node system in that area, like out in the mountains somewhere or, you know, out near the sea or whatever, I, I want to race to that node area hopefully get there without being ganked by other players or, or mobs of a higher level and then take a handful of people hopefully we've got a, i'm in a guild or i'm with a guild or whatever we we get 10 or 15 of us for example and we all just launch to that area and then boom we start questing that area and we start building up that node in this like cool looking place rather than one of the little starting areas where it's all really close to the starting area none of that stuff sprint as far as you can into the background this really good looking place and then and start building up there do you know what I mean start like start the adventure in that new area do you know what I mean which we've not had the chance to play that i would love to see but what about you i i actually think that's a fantastic idea i'm pretty sure that i'll be there with you sprinting towards the sea um or actually do you know what i actually preferred the mountains and the forests to the sea at the moment um yeah. but you are right i mean i think i'd like to try and sprint to I don't know what kind of node yet. I don't really fancy the militaristic one. Maybe the scientific node. Or the economical one. Actually, no, I kind of like the economical one because I want to do some I want to do some trading. I want to do a lot of crafting and the artisanship stuff. That would make sense for you, yeah. So I do kind of want to do I do kind of want to do that. I want a freehold just outside of an economic node is my end game. That sounds good. I think scientific nodes will be very uh not op but very sought after because they then have if they're maxed out and stuff they're the a metropolis they're the ones who then get not the teleporting but kind of like the air kind of ships that will go around and give you yeah. some kind of like air travel you know a bit like a world of warcraft where you jump on those ships and then they just auto npc sail you to the next land and stuff a little bit like that maybe uh and because this game doesn't have uh fast travel or portals of those kind that we know of no portals like mages or whatever uh, i think fast traveling around the maps for when world bosses unlock or dungeons unlock for that day or whatever i think that could be quite advantageous i don't know which one i want to be a part of yet if i really get involved in pvp obviously military i want to i want to go in there i want to try and become the mayor if i can win on pvp but we might be taking away and probably not we'll see uh but yeah you know no, oh, I, th I think it's a good actually idea. talking about the fast travel i think at some point um we should get married in game what me and you yeah, 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 because then okay. you, get the, you get the family summons. Oh, true, true. I think I think marriage is going to be a big deal. Uh, so, yeah, I think... I thought you uh, were just proposing uh, to me live on the podcast then, James. Well, now I've said it, I've kind of stuck <laughs> to it now. <laughs> true. No, I guess I... Mean, you, I haven't yeah. said, you, haven't, you haven't said yes or no yet, but... Um, I mean, okay, I'll do you a deal. I'll marry you in-game if you cut off that ponytail. <laughs> Wow! If I wow! If I don't if I keep growing it until the until launch day and then cut it off on launch day. Yeah, is that is that is that fair? If you cut off your IRL, um, you cut. Wow! 
That's a good deal. You know what though? The it'll families. Be it'll be down to my ass by then. <laughs> Please don't grow out any further. But no, listen. I I would. Um, I've never thought about it that way. I, obviously, I've known about like the like the the portal and the summoner and stuff for families, but I've never thought about like actually having to like marry somebody in game. To wait, then how do you have children? Do you like adopt the child because you obviously can't I, spawn I a child? Like. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't looked that deeply into it. If I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I want to see this now. I want to see this. The podcast, we can we can have a look at how we can get married. See what the. Probably uh... <laughs> just proposed to be live nodes, on this. <laughs> maybe maybe they can make it so you have to get married at a religious node. Oh, true. That's quite cool. Well, okay. The only other kind of family system I've ever seen in another become, MMO. Event, we, the whole server gets pinged. You can turn up if you oh, want. We we could hire Pep to be the um. What's the what the, what the priest guy with his praise be, and he can like read out the vows and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I think he's got this. He's got the yeah. Yeah, but so right. Okay, so have you ever played like Lord of the Rings Online at all, ever? Do you know what? No, I ne I I nearly did last year. You know, middle of COVID pandemic, and I yeah. I, I read about the classes. I read about the game, and I love Lord of the Rings. And I just I don't know why I didn't pull the trigger. So it's a very long way of saying no, I haven't. Okay, no, fair enough, fair enough. So okay, I was only saying that one because um, <laughs> um, hang on. Okay, two seconds. Uh, I'm running a quick poll on my stream. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just nearly mistyped. Okay, right. There we go. The poll's active. Right, so... Uh, yeah, so in that game, theirs was really, really, really simple. If you want to do the family system, you couldn't do Portland and stuff like that or, or summoning. But you literally just go to another player and you would like just right click on them and you'd do like adopt, right? And then they could adopt somebody and adopt somebody below them. So like you would have children, right? And you could look at the family tree and it would say, for example, you know, Liam H is the father of, say, James Fenn, who is then the father of whatever. It didn't really give you anything, though, other than like a title. You could literally have Liam H, father of James Fenn. That could be my, my title above my head, do you know what I mean? But they didn't have like portals or summoning and it was really really basic there was no actual mechanics to it by clicking on somebody do you know what i mean so i'm hoping in, in ashes they have um <laughs> i'm hoping in ashes they have um you know they, they, they have like a, an actual like you said if you had to arrange like they do have it in final fantasy apparently they arrange to have yeah you know, the, ma the marriage the, the ceremonies and stuff uh i've never done anything yeah, like that before in a game so Ashes is going to be a game, I think, where there's obviously going to be a lot of people that are going to spend a lot of time, like thousands of hours in the game. They're going to get very deep into it. I think there's going to be a lot of role play involved. Because I think it, the whole game and the concept adopts itself to, to role players. Um, considering that, like, it's going to be very combat focused, but at the same time, I think there's going to be, you could level doing all the crafting and all the other ways that aren't just combat, which is great. So I think there's going to be a lot of role playing involved in this, and I think if you could make, if you've already got a family system that you want to have in place, then I think having it as like a server-wide event and having like a proper system. True. Yeah. I think that would cater to that crowd that would really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've already got a big town system, a town hall system. You could even maybe have like a plaque on the wall of the matter. Uh, actually, no, that might be a bit far. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's something that you know role players could play around with and have a lot of fun. Um, I'm not particularly a role player myself, but I think uh, mechanics that do encourage that, like in Final Fantasy, there are a lot of role players. There are a lot of mechanics with like the transmog system and the like the brothel system that is unofficial. But okay, wait, what? It, Tell me what? What? Well, just I've seen some videos. That's all, you know. I've never. Yeah, I've never been yeah, in there. yeah. I've never yeah, been in yeah, there yeah. myself. Okay, um, okay. 
But okay. just from what from what I've heard, you know, friend of a friend kind of stuff. Um, and I think Ashes could easily adopt similar so systems. So you want Ashes to create a brothel system. system? What is this? Do you know what? They don't even have to implement one themselves. People are going to have freeholds, right? And they're going to have instance apartments. They're going to they're going to, they're going to exist. Um, okay okay but i also just think things that um things that just promote sort of more server-wide events or no even node-wide events i think is a good thing just in general like it is um and that's one way i think that could, it just could be fun you know god damn it james i've never heard of a brothel system in in a okay i don't know well, what about like <laughs> well, well i mean like was it goldshire the goldshire in that's uh it turned into that in RP servers in WoW, yeah. True. Yeah, it did. It did. You're right. mean, people, people love it, you know. Just embrace it. Bit of erp, okay. Um, <laughs> just not what I expected, I mean, that's, really. <laughs> for, for, that's that's end game for a lot of people, you know. Okay, no, fair, fair you know, I suppose, I suppose. <laughs> oh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure a few of the guys that are in your stream usually would. Uh, Get oh. involved, like maybe Ash, oh. Ash Boy would probably be involved in my, a, in my regulars. Board. This this is what you've opened up now, though. So many of my regulars don't even like um like my old old time regulars, right? Who have uh, followed me and watched me play all different kinds of games over the years, right? None of these kind of guys um are, are like uh, uh, quite a few of these guys aren't really that interested in MMOs. They probably would give it a go if they see me streaming it for a while. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying not to reach out right now. Um, but, however, if they now find out that they could get married to be in game, James, you're gonna have competition between you, uh, Ash Boy. Uh, you know, we got Miller in there. We got Innuendo. We got Nick. These guys, these guys are gonna want to marry me. I mean, how, what do we do? Do we have like a battle royale duel to see who well, gets I'm to marry saying, me? Well, well, this could mirror. This could mirror the mayoral system really well, because <laughs> if if we're all in a guild in a military node, then yes, we could have a battle royale. If we're in an economic mode, it could be whoever decides to pay the most for oh, you. True. Maybe have like, have like an auction system on stream or something. That could auction in my marriage out? What is this? This is the how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do I get the money? Does the person who wins so. the auction pay me? If I mean, if I so, so, I'm yeah, down. Because... I need the cash, bro. I, I ain't got no money yeah. in ashes right now, you know? <laughs> this yeah, sounds I good. Mean, yeah. I like this idea. Okay, we're going economic node, right? uh and even if we don't go economic node we could do this kind of like outside of the node system we could just do this like stood in a field on our own we we, we auction my my hand <laughs> in marriage out there and my biggest and i like the word simp i use the word simp in, in, in a very good positive way do you know what i mean just to people who like support the channel and me and all kinds of stuff so i'd like the word simp i don't use it in a negative way but i could get all my little sims to just like meet up in one location i can either make you guys battle each other and then the winner gets my hand in marriage or whoever wants to pay the most I, i'm down for this james i'm down for this I'm glad you brought this yeah. up now. Yeah, I think I'm glad that I've created the idea. I think I'm out now, though. I don't think I want to pay very much. What? Um, okay, would you rather fight for my hand in marriage in the game or pay for it? Probably pay for it. I don't think I'm not sure if you're worth the black eye, really. <laughs> you're saying that you can't beat the likes of uh, Nick and Ashboy and Andy Candy and all these guys in 1v1 duels? <laughs> Although, although to be fair, I am planning to be a, a fighter because I want to dual okay. wield. I've got this. I've got this thing at the moment where I just really want to dual wielding games, and just okay. things very cool. Fair um, enough. Like, Monster Hunter World dual wielding is some of my favourite. It's, it's amazing. So, so exactly, um, what class did you say you were? What's what's the final class that you said you were going to look forward to? Um, well, uh, let me just find it in quickly because I, I I haven't memorised all the class names. 
But it's the fighter rogue is what I fighter rogue about the most, um, which would become a oh a shadow blade. See, that's quite cool, isn't it? As well, it sounds blade. cool straight away. It's just the name's good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Basically, dual, a dual wielding fighter who can stealth that would be nice. I'll pick, I'll pick all the locks and everything. That's that's always fun. I've got a um I'm gonna let Nick go and find out the answer to this himself, but just through the name of the class, I know which one Nick should be. Uh Nick should be a rogue ranger, right? The name alone is exactly why he should be that class. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so uh, no, like you said, so yeah, so when it comes to classes and stuff, um yeah, like I said, like just just for the name alone, uh, we have to see how these pan out and stuff. But uh, the, the, the Strider class, I'm all over this. Lord of Rings fan, I'm in there. But some of these classes, and we mentioned this in the past as well, sound so good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Brood Warden, what does that even mean? Shadow Lord, do you know what I mean? Spellmancer, like Wild Blade. Wild Blade sounds like that could be pretty good. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's just so many good sounding classes. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I can't, I can't yeah. wait. Uh, I think even if if Intrepid can't pull off everything that they planned. I, I still have, we got over this a lot today and I still have got a lot of confidence because of the reasons I've said before. Um, but just the creativity and the innovation and everything that they've, they're showing and they're wanting to implement is what, I think is why it's captivated so many people and why it's captivated an MMO population that are just so cynical and you know, it could be very toxic and just be just they're just never happy with anything. Um, and yet Ashes has Ashes has created this excitement. And I think the creativity that just that has been shown with all the, the philosophy and with the systems, with the classes, I mean just even just down to the class names. Okay, they're not all perfect, but you have asked somebody to come up with sixty-four names of classes, right? Some of them are going to be great. Some of them are going to be fantastic, and there are going to be some in the middle. But the vast majority of these, they just sound—they sound like you want to play them. Yeah. You exactly. know, you want to be a shadow blade. You know, you want to be a soul weaver. You want to be a, a wild blade. You know, a night shield. These, I think, I think it's going to have something for everybody, even though it's going to be a very hardcore MMO, or it's supposed to be a hardcore MMO. Yeah. Um, I still think it's going to be very accessible for. As we've discussed, the roleplay community, I think there's going to be a lot there for them. Um, it doesn't just have to be people that like to do world PvP and raid at the same time. There's going to be a huge amount of people that do, and that's going to be great. But I really think that this is going to be... I really think that this is going to be... just something that creates the proper sandbox that people can do what they want to, uh, to a degree. Um, and that's what has captivated so many people. And that's why I think everyone's talking about it. And I'm just really looking forward to Alpha 2 and what they can fix and what they can just continue to implement in Alpha 1 before I get my hands onto, onto it myself. Yeah, no, exactly. And you know one thing I, I really like from... Um... I think they all. I think they all say it's so like Steven's not the only one. Uh, obviously, Margaret and a couple of the other guys who and, and girls who are on the uh, the development podcast. I like the way they continuously say this game will not be for everyone. I think too many games out there are one hundred percent. What's the right? Oh, apparently, James, just you know, you won the poll. I should, I should, uh, I should marry you. Apparently, you've won. Um, hey, so that's, that's that's in there. I got that for free, by the way, guys. True. I mean, we'll sort that out later. Right? You got two years, yeah. You know, we might, you know, I might give my hand on to somebody else. Yeah, start saving now. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I like the way that, like, listen, we're gonna make the game how we how we think it's gonna be. We're gonna design it how we think the game 
should be designed and you know what some people won't like it but you know what for all the people who do like it hopefully they're gonna absolutely love it too many games out there try and please everybody like every and and that's where i think they failed you know what i mean you can't don't get me wrong ashes is a very um what's the right word broad broad project is that broad is that is broad a big enough word yeah. um it just wants to do so many different things but it wants to, it wants to do them like their way like when they've already said you know uh flying flying mounts for example now people in the world of warcraft uh, I, I don't play the game too much but if i ever turn on an asmund goldstream he's there with his flying mount and so is thousands of other people with their flying mounts they love it but they've already said listen we don't we don't want everybody to have flying mounts and there's gonna be like 10 per server right at any one time even that like some people are gonna be like no i love my flying mount no way but then at the same time it also creates something else can you or will you ever be one of the 10 it can only if there's ten thousand people in your server the only 10 which is like what 0.01 or something percent of the people will, will at any one time will ever have a flying mount this now creates something that you could your whole your whole end game could be i want to fly him out don't don't get rid of them don't, don't don't show that off don't show that off um so yeah so yeah like i, I agree um I, I i have a huge agreement with that um and i think that steven reiterates a lot the fact that it's his company it's his money he's not pandering to shareholders he's not pandering to investors um he can do he can basically do what he wants to a degree again he still needs to be successful but he can you know he is in charge he, he doesn't have his obligation to make his shareholders money um and yeah, i completely agree and again i think this is another reason why stephen himself and margaret and um just the whole game in general is being so well received is that is that honesty that you said and it is that just outright says do not buy our alpha don't mm, buy it yeah. if you're expecting to just play a game i mean i can't really see okay blizzards uh, whatever we'll leave them leave them be um but is that and it is this game isn't going to be for everyone there are you said a few times it's just it's not a game that gives participation trophies to everybody True, you yeah. have to work you have to work to earn the good stuff and you might not even ever have all the best stuff you might not ever fly but the rarity of seeing somebody with the flying mounts is what makes it special and there isn't enough of that nowadays because everyone is just only about making as much money as possible so you do have to cater to everybody in every possible way um and this game is not about making as much profit as possible it is literally an mmo fan who's played a lot of mmos for a long time hardcore ones got a lot of money and then decided he's going to make the best one he possibly can and that is one thing that resonates so well with everybody and it is another reason why i think it, i think it'll succeed for this reason as well i mean it might not come out exactly the same way as it's been marketed so far but that's fine as i've said if it comes out 75 percent but that 75 percent works is great and then you start adding more future content like the sea battles the sea stuff other things yeah. in the future then you know what brilliant i think people will be very happy with that if they have a smooth launch and they continue with this honesty and they continue with what actually is gamers creating games for gamers and not just yeah. marketing spiel and not just trying to convince people that they're marketers but they actually sit the only games they play are playing candy crush while they're sat on the toilet um <laughs> it's not like that and i think that's 
that's what has created this this buzz. And I'm I I'm yeah I'm very excited for what's going to happen. I really am. No, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> listen, in general, there's just so many things like we can talk about. I, I could probably sit here, I think, for like six hours, and uh, and just 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 like just just waffle on about so many things. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I'm I'm like you. Like I'm I'm happy to be as patient as possible. I've been waiting since 2017 anyway. Since that first, um, I think it was a lazy P, uh, lazy peon video in like I think it was 2017, maybe January or something, and it was. Uh, future 10 upcoming mmos and like ashes was just one of the 10 and honestly out of all that i can't even remember the other nine but and, and it was just the node system when he, there wasn't a lot of information in the video it was just basically one of the one of the biggest things is this node system you know you can build it up yourself work on it as, as like a server or as a, as a group of people i was just like whoa and then I was, I was thinking back in all the mmos i've ever played and even that one little tiny idea i was just like I can't think of another MMO where you actually get to physically shape the world yourself. Like, really? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I couldn't think of one. I was just like, oh, okay. I, I now want to find out more. Do you know what I mean? And it's also as well, uh, the, the whole Steven thing, like like funding this and stuff. Um, it's kind of like everybody's dream, isn't it? So it doesn't matter what you're into. It doesn't matter if you're into gaming or if you're into like football or whatever. If you like, say, if you were just like really, really rich one day or if you like won the lottery or something, that's kind of everyone's dream, isn't it? You would go and like buy into your local football club and, and like, like build them up. Do you know what I mean? Or if you're obviously a gamer, you would fund your game do you know what i mean to be like what it, what it's all going to be how many games out there that go into alpha or beta phases or whatever do you get to see the actual developers um the actual people who work for the game even the like even like the owner of the company how many times do you actually get like like okay who, who's the who's the owner of blizzard who's the main man of blizzard oh it's bobby bobby kotick all right, all right who's the main man at um elder scores online oh no idea uh, who, who's the main owner of Final Fantasy? I don't have any of these answers, by the way. I'm just in general. Who's the main owner of Final Fantasy? Uh, is it 14? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But you say to know. anybody, anybody who's spent more than two minutes watching a Twitch stream or a YouTube video, you say to anybody, who's the owner or who leads, if you like, Ashes of Creation? They all know. Because, like, do you know what I mean? Like, they all know. It's like, it's it's such public knowledge. He's on all of, like, the streams and stuff. Um... All the, all the dev streams and everything it's just such public knowledge and like and to to like to get the actual answers directly from the people who make the game not just steven but the other people as well the people who make the game like on their dev streams and when they jump into with people's like podcasts and streams and and talk shows or whatever to get the actual answers from the actual people not like a spokesperson like a lot of games have like these media spokespeople do you know what i mean where like like oh we've got your questions okay so i spoke to the dev and he said this Hmm. did he say that or did he say right listen this is not great but i'll tell you what give give the viewers give, give the players if you like this answer instead because this is what they want to hear well you get the direct answer from the direct people and then on a lot of the occasions like live like when they do amas and stuff to the best of my knowledge they don't really get a lot of those questions prepped like in a, in massively in advance they might see the questions you know half an hour or an hour before they go live or whatever but they don't have like a week to prep the answers that we all want to hear to get us excited they just yeah. kind of like you know they just like okay that's the question all right well here's the answer and i like that like i like the way like the development of this is just like so so like open do you know what i mean and like yeah exactly yeah. it's it they, they've stressed about transparency a lot mm. and it's true they have been transparent um very transparent maybe maybe too transparent for some for some companies i'm pretty sure there's going to be some pr people some marketing companies out there that probably see some of the transparency and think what are you doing why are you why are you being like but i think it all comes down to they have to deliver of course yeah. 
otherwise a lot of this is for nothing because you know what gamers are like um if they've got their hopes up with something and then it doesn't deliver then all the transparency all the honesty all the goodwill and good faith um in the lead up to it doesn't really mean a great deal um i mean cyberpunk is going to be forever the example for this um they were pretty i mean they, they weren't like ash, uh, intrepid open but they were open enough there was a lot of hype and a lot of build-up and then we all know what happened there True. so regardless of all of this stuff as good as it is it, it does have to deliver it doesn't have to be perfect to launch i think it has to be 98 percent perfect to launch um because first impressions even though there's going to be this alpha one two beta one or two yeah uh, yeah so uh one moment oh oh james is getting some live odds for his uh for his work no 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 sorry that was just the loudest noise ever i didn't hear anything that was weird yeah my dog's going crazy um i think it's all right um you can go check on the dog it if you want. Like, is that, well no it sounded like banging on my front door like really loud but i'm hoping it's just the missus making some bread or something <laughs> When he makes bread, that's like that's just dead loud. Well, no, like, like 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 bashing it, you know. You got a you got a knead it and you got a bash it. You got to throw it around. I'm hoping that's what it is. And there's no one trying to bang my door down. Um, so anyway, they've got to deliver. Um, and like like we've said um, again for the reason for the reasons why. And um, the oh first impressions. That's what we were talking about. First impressions. <laughs> so we've had alpha one, not yep. NDA. We've got two. We've got beta one. We've got beta two. That's a lot of impressions um but launch day is when everything is going to be it has to be the best first impression for the launch day still even though we've had years of footage and years of people playing it that's when your progression is going to start and it's going to continue indefinitely yeah so that has to be spot on and they have to deliver on that and for the reasons why we've spoken about earlier on about the way that they're developing it now where they're doing all the back-end stuff now the networking all the coding all the all of that engineering side of things mm -hmm. now and then add in the content later this is what gives me the confidence that that launch is actually going to go very well yeah i i i don't imagine that on launch day in whatever two years time it, do you remember do you remember classic wow when we tried to get in and yep. stupidly my fault i picked one of the highest populated servers and there's like a twenty-five thousand yes, man did. queue this is how bad it was right so let's say let's say if i was working till say half five right and i was planning on going live at say half six i would team viewer from my works pc to my home pc and enter the world of warcraft classic queue at about 1 p.m and then just leave it running and, and almost yep. perfectly by the time i got home so 6 6 30 boom we could get in i can't see on day one of um on on, on i can't see on on, on day one uh ash is having those kind of problems i think they're already testing those pro like those potential problems now do you know what i mean like i can't see on day one that um you know we jump in and there's a queue of well i mean there, could, there, there might be server queues like if, if literally like fifty thousand people try to log into one single server okay sure there'll be queues probably um yeah you know they will they will i mean if, if you've yeah. got three million people signed up on the website now um that doesn't mean it's gonna become three million people on launch date mm. But yeah, it could yeah. be it, it could be a million people on launch day yeah uh, but I, what i'm saying is I, I think they will be prepared 
for the maximum amount of people on the server so it, let's say if it's ten thousand people right live on one individual server i think they'll be ready i have a lot of confidence that they'll be ready to have ten thousand people live playing on that one server if that makes sense so you won't have yeah. the issue of when you actually do log into your server hopefully not everybody picks the same server and there's queues uh it won't crash and you won't get kicked out and then have to re-enter a queue or anything i i have, I have enough confidence because like you said because they're testing it now in in 2021 they're testing this stuff now there's surely no way in another two years time if that's how long it is before the game comes out that they then have these server issues on day one i can't picture that so i think that'll run well uh, the only thing i want to see which we won't know until we get to like beta 2 maybe and it's more of a content test the only thing i don't know is how um like in not intrigued how how involved all of the players will feel in the storyline do you know what i mean like so you play um uh, so like guild wars one or for example lord rings online these have like clear stories and you feel a part of that story you're the you know the you know the main, the main was it is it antagonist protagonist whatever the word is um you're the main guy right obviously in ashes you might not be the main guy uh, so so far because we've not had the chance to play that part of the content and test that part of the content i don't know how intrigued people are going to be in it yet we will only be able to find out i imagine beta one or two do you know what i mean yeah but um but yeah, yeah so so that, um, that's one thing we, we need to find out in the future um i i have a question go yeah what's your how, how long do you think uh these podcasts should be not a clue uh, you know what when it comes to podcasts right so i so i hadn't watched the sing you it was actually your fault i hadn't watched a single podcast um ever like like all the way through until you uh suggested i think joe rogan and a couple of others about two years ago right i think i think it was about the summer 2019 right you're like oh go check out joe rogan and then i, I click around youtube for example and someone will be like two hours three hours for it whatever and i would just be like people sit there for that long listening or slash watching people talk about whatever they're talking about no way i don't understand so eventually i started skimming through a bunch of his and i found people i knew uh so like probably like british people english people that he was like and i was like oh, i'll watch it I, they're so good to watch or to listen to podcasts like hopefully uh, nick will help me out with this one hopefully this will go on like like itunes and it'll go on like spotify obviously go on my youtube uh, it's live at the minute on twitch it'll go it'll go to as many places as possible if people pick it up hopefully they just like like listen to people like i do i i can i can have a three or four hour podcast on my or a two hour podcast on my over on my over monitor whilst i'm playing a game or whilst i'm chilling or whatever and i can just listen to people talk about a game the question and answer stuff like it like i said this is why on this podcast i didn't want it to be um you know i didn't want it to be for example like me or you coming on and, and me going right james question number one and then you'd give me answer number one question number two answer number two like there's questions and answers that's absolutely fine but i like it to be you know like a big just like a big chilled conversation about the game you know um that's what my hope for this podcast is going to be do you know what i mean and and like yourself it's open to anybody who wants to drop me a dm if, if you're just sorry if you're just like a viewer of the game if you're involved in creating the game if you're another content creator whatever this this podcast that's why it's kind of like an open mic as you can see above here right it's open mic in the sense that like anybody can just kind of step up and jump on with me if you want to have a little conversation 45 minutes an hour what are we on now an hour and a, uh where are we now an hour and a half do you know what I mean two hours whatever right we can just have a chilled con drop me a dm and all that kind of stuff and we can sort that out but I don't know. What, what, what about you? What, what do you like listen to when you're listening and watching your podcast, James? What, what do you think? I mean, for me, it's 99% of the time is where I'm working. Um, and when I'm doing mainly my admin stuff, doing my schedules, doing um, doing all my pre-match, uh, my pre-event um, data collection and all, all that stuff. Uh, basically, all the all the more boring stuff. So I'll I can just it. have something in the background. <laughs> I can have something in the background for a few hours. Um, and I can pause it for a while go off 
make a cup of tea, come back, you know, restart it, continue, all that stuff. Um, so I'm, I don't really mind. Um, I think visual ones, I, I mean, I don't tend to watch them anyway. I yeah. tend to just listen, so that doesn't really matter too much for me. I mean, even if they are on YouTube, I'll just tab out and just listen. But Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. I think if you've got... I think 45 minutes of great content is better than an hour and a half of average content. But if you've got an hour and a half, two hours of half decent, you know, stuff to talk about, then great. Um, I do hope that you find, we'll try and find you some more, some more uh, guests, people that have got more involved. Because I'm talking about someone as, uh, from like the experience of an enthusiast, but who hasn't actually played the game yet. It would be good if you could get a couple of people on that have actually played the game and can kind of, you can compare experiences maybe from different servers. Um, you know, something that might give a, a little bit more of a different perspective than what I've been doing, which is just giving my experience as a viewer and from everything that I've read on the forums and in the wikis and stuff that I do kind of week, which is fine. Yeah. But I think that getting somebody on next that has actually played the game would be a good thing. Absolutely. Not Nick. Not, yeah, not, Nick doesn't count. Nick's, Nick's an in-game predator, literally. That's his class um so no but that, that, that's why i wanted this to be open to everyone because i like it when um when i watch podcasts and stuff mostly joe rogan because he has such different people on there some people are literally just there for a conversation it's kind of like his mates some people are like the experts in their field of whatever they're doing uh, some people are like just like really enthusiastic about whatever the subject is that they roughly talk about um so like obviously like i'm not trying to be obviously joe rogan or anything like that but i'd, I'd like the style of his podcast where it's just a nice conversation do you know what i mean yeah um <laughs> but no i like this is literally open to anybody like i said uh like v viewers of of the game if even if you don't really view me too much that's absolutely fine viewers of the game uh people who've tested it uh, people who might test it in the future um you know people who help develop the game other streamers do you know what I mean youtubers it's literally open to anybody do you know what i mean and i think that will make hopefully make the podcast good in the long run so then it's just it's not just like me and another content creator all the time for example if it's just two content creators every single podcast everything's the same one time it'll be a viewer. You're going to be a future uh, tester yourself. Do you know what I mean? So and, and like, I don't know. I just I, I want to mix it up. I want to have and hopefully it'll make the conversations different all the time. If it, I think if it was me and another Twitch streamer, doesn't matter how many viewers or whatever, just me and another Twitch streamer all the time, we'd always be talking about the streaming side of probably the, the angle of the game. Whereas you come in today, as like you said, you've read the forums, you've read, you've watched all the dev things, you're going to be a future tester, you've viewed it a bit on my stream and other streams, so like, I've now got your angle from how it looked, do you know what I mean? It, on this podcast, which I, which I think, you know, I think yeah, that'll hopefully be pretty good. That's a good point, because because um, as well, the vast majority of people that are going to be watching these streams or listening to these podcasts aren't going to be in Alpha 1. Yeah. So, having... Yeah, having the different experiences and the different because uh, also yeah those people could then listen to what i say and think wait a minute wait a minute you're, you're, you're talking shit. Here's <laughs> why. um or actually yeah i i agree with the with the guy and i think his hair is great oh you know, there'll be there'll be plenty of stuff like that um Whoa. also comments down below on my hair if possible <laughs> thanks very much let's not do that please <laughs> um <laughs> the hair is thing is actually pretty funny is this is this going up on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's going to go up on... Nick needs to help me out because there's a lot of things that I, 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 I don't know how to do. I know how to obviously get this on YouTube. How I get this on Spotify and, like I said, iTunes and whatever else, you know, like podcasts go out to. I've, I've, I I don't know this stuff. This is what Nick's going to help me with, right? So, um, so yeah, you know. 
uh, essentially, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go everywhere. So people will uh, will be able to see. But yeah, I'll tell you one thing though, James. Right from the actual viewers, because some people just be listening. They'd be like, "Huh, what's this guy's hair like?" Obviously, you have to jump onto YouTube or the Twitch vault to find out. But for everybody else, right, who's been in here, you you got so much support for that ponytail, bro. And like, you won the poll. First of all, you won the poll. Should I marry you in game? All right, weird, whatever. But then you won that. And then I think it was should you chop off your ponytail or not? Most of the people voted no. Well, um, for me, Margaret herself said that in order to get married in the game, the ponytail has to stay. Oh, God, and if, no. if Margaret herself is saying that, then I, I, there is, there's no argument. No one can say anything. True. Hey, wait, is your that's character that's... in game going to have a ponytail, your first one? That's a very good point. Um, I don't think there's, there's no ponytails available yet, are there? Basically, anything anybody's ever seen about the character creation menu on the alpha, just to delete that from your memory. It's not even going to yeah, be like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not even close. It's supposed to be like Black Desert Online. I've watched a couple of YouTube people, uh, YouTube videos on, because I've never played it, on the character creation, and that is ridiculous. You can change so much. It's just so crazy. So, uh, yeah, anything you've seen so far, delete that from your memory. Uh, okay, cool. Well, um, I'm certain there'll be ponytail options, and I think I will. Uh, <laughs> maybe even, maybe... Ooh, I wonder if there's going to be like a barber shop or anything like that in the game. I haven't actually looked at that. We, we should have maybe a weekly can... duel, right? Me and you, James. Weekly PvP duel, and the winner gets to decide the other person's haircut for the next week. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Please don't make me have a ponytail. Oh, that's what should that's what should happen first <laughs> oh no it sounds so bad um see this is this is what this is what i'm looking forward to <laughs> it, it's not about raiding i'm not even bothered about raiding it's just making this silly 12 year old content that's what i want to make <laughs> it's just kind of stupid shit is going to be what's going to be fun for me at end game or middle game early game first day i'll have a jewel level jewel first day like level one jewel yeah, first day, why not? Okay. Oh, no. Oh, that means I'm going to have to change my hairstyle to a ponytail. So I'll probably lose on day one. I don't know. Actually, wait. If you play anything like you did on your mage in a classic, I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, you you were a paladin that decided that you didn't know how to heal. Or you True. didn't want to heal. True. I, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought paladin on World of Warcraft sounded really, really good. But in terms of like just being solo on World of Warcraft, it was the worst character class I probably ever could have picked. It was so bad. Oh, I, I, I leveled a paladin, paladin to 40 after that, actually. Um, Did you enjoy it? When when COVID started, basically. it was really, I actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than a mage anyway. Which is kind of weird because mage just got more like boom stick spells and shit. But I actually I enjoyed Paladin a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it tanking. Is. Yeah, sword and a shield. That was fun actually. Yeah. Tanking um, dead mines. That was good. Oh, dead mines. Stealing loot from uh, Pep, which was not meant for me at all. <laughs> I did. I did go into one with uh, uh, with my Paladin, and someone did ninja. <laughs> Uh, I think it's the cruel barb of of the final boss. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. He got <laughs> reported by everybody. I was just sat there laughing. Uh, well, Pep never played the game with me ever again after that. But <laughs> no. uh, in my defense, I didn't really know what my main stat was supposed to be for the paladin. So when this cloak come up and like the third stat down was the one I was supposed to have, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll have that. And I took it. And he was like, why have you just done that? <laughs> 
and he was so offended and quite a few other people were as well i just ninja this cloak that wasn't even good for my class so that'll be fun oh, i, I, I want to see how you know what i'm looking forward to in in the alphas as well or the betas whenever they finally add it when like when actual loot drops because at the minute you've just got these like lesser shards which are used to like hand them oh, for yeah. cash and buy stuff. there's not really loot in the game right now i want to see i used to love guild wars one loot right so did you ever play guild wars one no i didn't know guild wars one loot was the greatest and and, and i know it's not going to be like this because steven's already confirmed it's not but this was the greatest you would kill a, a mob or a, or a boss or whatever and then all of the items that would drop would physically drop in the air like spiral up and then drop so you could physically see this sword or this like breastplate or this potion or whatever it is right yeah you physically oh, i was like oh my god here's all these great items that i've won i know that's not going to be how it's going to be in ashes which is a shame because i really do like that although there would be thousands of items all over the place so it would probably you know pretty messy um guild wars was instanced so it, it yeah so it's not gonna be like that but i, I want to see physical loot i want to kill something in a dungeon and get this random piece of blue chest armor which i know it's only an alpha and stuff but i, I want to see that do you know what i mean i want to see more loot than just lesser shards so that that's going to be interesting hopefully in the next couple of weeks or months you know yeah hopefully um that could be an alpha two thing that'd be nice um or at the very least um i think they said that a lot of the time it's going to be dropping materials and then you have to get them crafted or craft it yourself into actual armor or weapons which yeah. is fine i mean that'd be fine too um rather than just getting i mean i think there is a chance for like a fully made like sword or breastplate or something to drop as well i think it's more likely to just be materials you have to get crafted which is which is fine i mean it keeps the world going and it I'm, does. I'm good for that it does you have to admit that was really exciting when you click whatever the game is when you click that sort of like loot menu or whatever on the mob yeah. and then boom there's your big blue or purple or green eye and you're like oh that's the one i came for we got it so well, i've yeah. made a lot of destiny and destiny 2 and that is a, it's a looter shooter and some division division 2 as well because i do i i do like loot yeah. i like it being oh and diablo 3 as well was great fun for that because there would just be legendaries would just be this giant gold beam <laughs> yeah straight up into the sky which might not it doesn't really work in an mmo the same way as it does in diablo but because uh, there's like 10 pieces of loot all everywhere from just one boss yeah and it's, it's all just yours obviously but um <laughs> but yeah uh, i agree i think loot, getting the looting right is going to be a big deal for ashes because obviously people that like mmos they like loot yeah absolutely so everything being a placeholder now is fine um but it'd be nice if in alpha 2 you could actually get like you say you click it and you get a proper a proper screen with you know crap you, you want to loot that'd be better <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, happy days. Um, right, James, I'm looking like I'm, I'm genuinely loving this conversation, but you know what my uh, streaming room is like, and the door's closed just to hopefully that like no audio comes in from outside. I am absolutely Same. roasting. Yeah, it's 30, so hot. 33, 30, 32 right now. It's, it's only 20 here, so I feel like I'm, I'm bitching out here saying that, but uh, in this room, it is not 20. There's no way. It's just so hot in here. But uh, no, I've enjoyed this. And are you gonna? Uh, so you're so you're Alpha Two, right? You're Alpha Two. I'm, I'm Alpha Two. Yep. Um, I think you should invite me back on at some point Absolutely. to uh, have a, have another chat. Absolutely. And and this we get to, I enjoyed this too. Every, every time James, we're gonna open up with, has he still got the ponytail or not? Fair enough. I'm I'm okay with that. It's gonna be for a while, definitely. I, I do quite like the idea of having it still at launch. It's gonna be a while, but. We need to do ponytail update in every podcast that you're in, okay? Or even if it's been a couple of weeks and you're and you're not on for another couple of weeks or whatever, you can send me an image of your ponytail and then we'll show it on the podcast for like we'll have like weekly ponytail updates. Okay, big fan. 
uh for, yeah again for anyone listening as well or watching or whatever do you want to shout out because i know you've got like this uh, huge trolley twitter that you like to uh you know say oh, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not shouting out my twitter come no on one needs to know my twitter no 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 you don't want to no wow follow follow at liam h 6892 if it's swear sadly uh, oh you know the really annoying thing about that is there's a guy called liam h who was banned several years ago right so it's just a banned account and i've asked twitter four times can i have liam h please they've just gone no so i'm not famous enough to, to, <laughs> to get my own username which is really sad but um but yeah so okay so no no, no twitter shout outs then what about what about your no, famous no twitch stream i would i would just say um if you're watching this on youtube or on itunes just leave a comment below about my my hair Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't need a shout out about my theme hospital streams that were number one in in Europe. Um, just my hair, please. Thank you. Just the hair. Okay. Well, James, listen. I I, I massively uh, appreciate you being on. Number one guest. Do you feel good? I do. Thank you very much for inviting me. Um, I, this was this was a lot of fun. I love talking about ashes, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your streams and hopefully the the quests are unplugged and you can get True. through to level True. twelve, level fifteen. Fingers crossed. And then we can, oh yeah, we can see some sieges. That's what I'm looking forward to that as well. Apparently you can't leave comments on iTunes. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure I saw some earlier. There was, yeah, there was another podcast I saw had like 95 five stars and some comments. Oh pretty oh, sure i see okay so for, yeah so for anyone who's made it to the end of this podcast leave like on whatever platform you're listening to leave a rating like five stars hopefully right but then in your comment of the five stars comment on james friend's ponytail if you if you're able to see it okay That's content one star hair five star wow I, I i blame the guest if it's one star then yeah <laughs> <laughs> now nah, cheers man i appreciate you being on yeah. uh we'll wrap things up there i've just looked in the background as well my uh, my intrepid launcher is fully patched and ready for in about Ooh an hour or maybe an hour and a half whenever it's live so um i'll probably like end the stream and stuff like twitch wise uh send this off to nick and uh and yeah we'll get it uploaded everywhere and then hopefully we'll come back with some more episodes you know what i mean this episode number one so you know fingers crossed we get to like 10 25 50 you know and again it's open to absolutely anybody as long as you have a half decent microphone you don't even have to have a camera as well if you want to put a like a screenshot image up of i was actually going to get a picture of james in his ponytail before he turned his camera on and just have that picture up for him so you don't have to have a camera just have a decent microphone so people can listen and uh and yeah nick's telling me to uh, plug my social medias well you know twitch is liam h uh youtube is aoc liam h and uh pretty much everything yeah twitter's liam h6892 so yeah pretty much everything else you can find me there um yeah james appreciate you being on and uh yeah much. see you on a future episode man